The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, July 14th. Oh, happy Bastille Day, Mark. Oh, that's right. Good thing you got out just in time, yeah? Yeah, I was not sticking around Paris for that. Uh, We're here trying to make sense of all the information that comes pouring into your lives. And we got a doozy today, Mark, um, as we record this right after the Consumer Price Index is released. So I know you've heard this by now, but just in case, CPI was really bad, up 9.1% from a year ago and gains almost everywhere. Gas, food, shelter, it's huge. I mean, the energy index uh, was up pretty dramatically, but I guess there's a, a little bit of good news in that because uh, the price of oil and gas down actually since this reporting period. So that looks like maybe the best news because the energy index up 41.6%. It, it's going to come down when the July numbers are released. But uh, Mark, any good news in any of this? Uh, not that I can see. I, I always like looking at the individual categories. For all you chicken lovers, chicken is up 19% in the past year. That's the biggest increase ever. Gas alone is up 60%. So that's the biggest since 1981. Electricity, 14%. Groceries, 12% in the past year. That's the biggest increase since 1979. So no, I'm not seeing much good news. I'll tell you the one that kind of freaks me out. Shelter. Shelter is a very interesting item. There was a great piece about this in the Wall Street Journal um, uh, before the report came out um, by Nick Timoreus, who's awesome, by the way. He's a great writer. The headline, this again, this is before this ever came out, which was housing likely to fuel inflation figures. Boy, was he right. They, they don't do housing prices, but they basically say is they take into account, the government takes into account rent and then the cost of renting the house that you own. Because, you know, obviously uh, a house is a longer term investment. So they just kind of want to try to make this a number that seems like, well, if you had to go rent your house, what would it cost you? Anyway, shelter is up 5.6% from a year ago. Why is that important? Yeah, I get it. Rents ha- were maybe lower 
last year because of the pandemic, although not that much lower. It was really the year before where they were really much lower. When you look at housing, it represents so much of the consumer price index of the, the core CPI, meaning the one that strips away food and energy. It accounts, housing inflation represents about 40% of core CPI. So obviously, if your cost of shelter is up by a lot, it takes up a big chunk of your total income. Same thing with food and gas, right? So the less you make, that's why we say that inflation is regressive. It really hurts people at the lower end of the earning stream than those at the middle or higher end. Anyway, Mark, check out this stat. You ready? If you look at shelter, okay, and this is from the Fed, from the uh, from the Bureau of Labor Statistics in this report. So now I've given you the setup. Nick Timoreas, great writer. Go check him out in the Wall Street Journal. Now that I go to the report itself and they say, okay, shelter's up by 5.6%. If you look at the cost of shelter from 2015 to 2019, it rose at a 3.5% annualized pace. That's how you can see how big a change that is pretty intense. But I will say one thing. If you do look at the core index, it's up by 5.9% from a year ago. That's interesting to me because it's slightly lower than last month, which I think was 6%. So if the core is not rising quite as quickly, maybe there's a little bit of a moment where we can say, ah, maybe there'll be some relief. I think we're going to get this increase, this three quarters of a percent. I also think that what happens now is that I think that people are going to start to say the Fed can't keep up. The Fed can't chase inflation lower. And now I think that everyone's going to be bought into the idea that, guess what? We're on our way to a recession. What do you think, Mark? A recession or no recession? What do you think? Yeah, I think so, which, you know, it's a natural part of the economic cycle. So it's not like we're never going to have another recession. So if we're going to have one, I think now's probably the time that it's going to happen. You know, we're probably in the midst of it as we speak. You think so? Like, I'm not sure it's this year. See, I'm not sure it's... Here's what I think. I think no matter what, the economy is going to slow down. So here's the good news. There are things you can do right this second to prepare for that. And while the economy is still adding 372,000 jobs in a month, which is what we did in June, and while wages are still rising, maybe now's the time to actually think about what you should do if things slow down. Mark, I've got great news for you. I happened to go on television this week to talk about this. On Tuesday morning, which was before the big inflation report came out, I went on CBS Mornings with Gail King, Tony DeCopel, and Vlad Dutier, and we talked about the steps that you can take right now to prepare for either a recession or a potential slowdown. So, Mark, let's run the segment and then we'll come back after. We're talking about how to prepare for a potential recession. With inflation at a 40-year high, many experts warn of a possible economic slowdown. In a new poll, 42% of Americans say they are struggling to remain where they are financially. That is the highest percentage we have seen in the past five years. Only 9% say their financial situation is improving. Mm. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us now. Jill, good morning. Good morning. So, interesting. The Fred's raised interest rates. Uh, jobs, people are at, uh, companies are adding jobs. And yet, we say that we're heading towards a uh, recession. 
are we headed towards a recession? I think the likelihood is really increasing. And it's the combination of those four decade highs in inflation, because then all of a sudden businesses and consumers start shifting their behavior some. They're going to pull back. And also the higher interest rates chasing in, chasing inflation by the Fed can often lead to the economy slowing down too much. We've talked about this where we say the Fed goes too fast. They slow things down too much. And boom, we're in a recession. Here's what is clear. Even if we don't go into this classic definition of a recession, things are going to slow down. And we want people to be prepared for that slowdown. So how should people be prepared? Well, I think that while things are still pretty good and while the job market remains solid, it's a great time to go back to the basics. And you know I have these boring three concepts. Gail King, I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> I and, didn't use the word boring. I know. Well, they are. Let's just say they're classics. Yes. And okay. the classics are we want people to have an emergency reserve fund. And this was vitally important during the pandemic. We learned this lesson. And people built their savings up enormously during the pandemic. There was not a lot to spend money on. Six to 12 months of your living expenses in a safe, boring bank CD savings money market account. And by the way, if you're retired, maybe it's one to two years of those expenses so you don't have to dip in. We want people to pay down credit card debt. In a rising interest rate environment, servicing debt costs more. So that's really important. If you've got those two things covered, then great. Put some more money into your retirement account. It's a really good time to get into that habit. And I always say, how do you do this when you're living paycheck to paycheck? I remember back in the day, I would use a, pay the cable bill to the phone company, pay the phone company <laughs> the electricity, because I figured that would buy me some time. They would think, well, she's trying to pay it. And by the time the check comes back to you, then you think, okay, now I can do it. But how do you do this, Jill, save six to 12 months? Well, I think it is really a lot easier today because we can automate our savings. We can uh -huh. actually say to a bank or a financial institution, take, take five or 10 bucks out. And it's okay. really easy to do. You start small, you go slowly. And you know what? There are also some other big decisions you can make. You could say, hey, I was going to buy something big and maybe I won't do that right now. Hey, I was going to move out of my parents' house. Maybe I won't do that until I get my reserves built up a little bit. I think it's important for us to try to make these changes while we can. Where are you on the question of whether people should switch jobs or leave their job if they're not happy at this particular moment? I am really at this point where I think we have to understand the labor market is shifting. So we now know the first three months of the year, half a million jobs a month were created. The next three months, it was down to 380,000. That means workers still have an advantage. There's 11.3 million open jobs. But before you just go for an extra buck an hour, I would be very careful. You may have a great boss. You may have flexibility. You may have an ability to actually upskill yourself with some classes that your boss is going to pay for. I think before you just jump to the next job, remember, when the economy rolls over, what often happens is the last person in is the first one to go. Really quickly, for the sophisticated investor, does this represent a buying opportunity in the stock market? Well, I would say this. It's a 40-year high in inflation. Prices are up overall. What is the one thing that's down? Stocks and bonds. So if you can afford it, then I think it's a great time to up that contribution into your Afforded retirement account. Afforded is the key thing. Sophisticated, yes. you mean rich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, if you can bear the risk. I know exactly. what we would say right. in my old profession. That's right. Now you know there are things that you can do to prepare for a recession. You know, one of the things we didn't get to in the segment, which we talk a lot about on this program, is one thing that you can really think about now is an opportunity to convert a traditional retirement account into a Roth account. 
Why is this so important? Because when the value of your traditional account goes down and then you start converting these funds, you're basically paying tax on a lower amount. So it's it's maybe the only time in the world you root for your retirement account to be lower in value. So remember, if you convert right now, your tax liability is going to be a little bit lower. And when you convert now, you could have these great benefits later in life because Money in a Roth account is not subject to required minimum distributions. The government's not forcing you to withdraw a certain amount of money from these accounts when you're starting in your um, 70s. And when you keep the income down in the future, not only is it good because you absolutely know what your tax liability is, but it can control the future taxation of Social Security benefits. It can control the potential costs of Medicare. Both of those are income tested. And it can give you some peace of mind. You're no longer in that moment where you're like, oh, which pot do I take from? Is it taxable or not? Like it's already been taxed. Mark, is a Roth conversion your favorite benefit of these shaky financial markets? Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the uh, silver linings given what's going on right now. But, you know, like you said, it's got to make sense. You got to have the money to pay the taxes and all that. All that stuff still applies. So if you have a question about converting to a Roth, and if you have a question, maybe you're, we talked to a lot of people that are in high tax states. Maybe it doesn't make sense. Maybe it does make sense. Who knows? Listen, tax brackets are still pretty low, even if you are in a high tax state. So if you can start converting money, let's say at the 22% tax bracket, you know, once you think about the future and you say, well, I'm a couple, we'll receive social security benefits, when you start pushing money out from a required minimum distribution into your taxable income later in life, you don't know what the tax bracket's going to be. So if I said to you, hey, you got to pay a top bracket of 22 or 24%, that seems like a pretty reasonable deal to me. Just does. If you need help with this, if you're worried about a recession, if you're worried about inflation, any of these issues that are on your mind, we'd love to help you out. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com Click the contact us button, check the box that says you want to come on the air with us because it's more fun and Mark will do everything else. While you're on the website, please sign up for the free weekly newsletter, free every single week. And uh, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. You might want to check out our other program. It's called Eye on Money. All right. So do something nice for someone else today. Maybe that nice thing is to just leave us a rating and review on Apple. That would be nice. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.